Hello, and welcome to Grade 7's Talk to Experts, a podcast where Grade 7 students talk to experts and find out more about their specialty. I am your host for this episode, Liam, and I am a student at College Park School in Lloydminster, AB. Before we get to our expert for this episode, I just want to share a little bit about who we are and what we will be doing for our podcast. We are a classroom of 25 Grade 7 students in a non-traditional classroom setting where we are focusing on learning on experimental learning using a STEAM approach. That's STEAM, which stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Art, and Math. We want to an- answer that age-old question of why do I have to learn this by directly connecting what we study out- inside the classroom with the world outside the school. For our podcast, students will be contacting an expert that they know in their lives. This person could be an expert in their profession or job or in what could be, or in what could traditionally be considered a hobby or interest. So without further delay, I am pleased to introduce our expert for this episode, who is an expert on UFC fighting, Tanner the Bulldozer Bowser. Welcome. Uh, let's start by getting or by getting to know you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, uh, my name is Tanner Bowser. I grew up in Bonneville, Alberta. I live in Edmonton, Alberta, uh, which is where I train. I train at Frankly's Muay Thai here uh, in Edmonton and at uh, Little Sweatshop in Sherwood Park. Our team there is the Shade Bears. I've been fighting professionally since 2012. Um, so I guess that's nearly 10 years now, and I've had seven fights in the UFC. How many people were in your family growing up? I have two brothers and one sister. Oh, what is your family like now? Um, I live by myself in Edmonton, but I have a girlfriend and she has a daughter, and I do go back and visit my family in Bonneville where I can. Uh, what do you do for fun? Oh, I don't do tons of stuff. I guess in the summer, I like to go to the mountains here and there. Play a lot of Pokemon Go, honestly. Uh, where did you live as a kid, and what was that like? I lived in Bonneville, and I liked it. I liked growing up in a small What was school like when you were younger? I was actually homeschooled until high school. Uh, I went to high school in grade 10, and I graduated from uh, BCHS, so Bonneville Center. What do you remember about grade seven specifically? Not a single thing, buddy. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit. Tell us a little bit about UFC fighting. Um, UFC is the premier MMA organization in the world. So there's still one question. MMA is mixed martial arts. It combines striking, grappling. There's very few things that are legal. So it's it's uh, a blending of all different martial arts and. What does a typical day look like for you? Um, I wake up, I eat breakfast, I train two to three times a day, and I come home and I eat, and then I go to bed. Okay, I'm going to call up Callie to ask a question now. Hi, I'm Callie, and how did you get the idea to make this your career, and why did you choose to keep going after your first fight? Okay, that's a good question. Um, I, I started watching UFC a lot in high school, and I liked it and thought I might want to do it, but I did karate growing up. So I started doing karate when I was 11, and I did it until I was 19 or 20, and when I saw a local MMA promotion uh, that came to Cold Lake, which is a town near Bonneville, it was called King of the Cage. And I went and watched King of the Cage and I, I wanted to do it. So I started training, I thought I was training with some of my friends in Bonneville. And 
eventually uh, I decided to take a fight. And now the second part of your question, um, yeah, I just I got in contact, sorry, with with uh, promoter, and he gave me a fight, and it was uh, I won, but I got the crap kicked out of me for two and a half rounds, but I was beat up bad. So why did I keep continuing after my first fight? Is actually a really good question. I guess I guess I thought that I already saw almost the worst of it. It couldn't really get worse than that. So if I could take that, every other fight could be could be a little smoother than that one. So I kept going, and even though the first one was a bit rocky, I I just it was something that I wanted to do, and it I guess for some reason gave me a bit of a sense of purpose. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Did you do fighting as a kid? And if you did, what what was that like? Uh, like I said, I did karate growing up. So I did karate from 11 till 19 or 20. It, karate isn't, so, isn't really fighting. It's not real fighting, but it, there's an aspect to it. So when you're sparring uh, in karate, it's, it's, uh, there's a flexible um, aspect of it that do apply to fighting, uh, in and out movement, uh, you know, you are punching and kicking, although you're not really allowed full contact, so it's not a true fight, point fighting, but I did really enjoy it, so that was, I guess, the closest thing to fighting I would have done as a kid. I'm now going to call up Carter to ask a question. Hi, I'm Carter. Um. What are some of the worst injuries uh, that you can get being an MMA fighter? Oh, you can get almost any injury under the sun, man. Uh, broken bones, torn ligaments, torn tendons, um, concussions. And uh, the big one that everybody likes to talk about right now, the hot button issue, is, is called CTE, which is uh, something that happens from if you've taken a lot of head trauma over the course of your life, it happens a lot to football players as well as boxers or MMA fighters. So it can have an impact, I guess, on your mental health later on if you're uh, if you do it long enough, where you where you're not careful, or you get knocked out too much, or you, you train stupid. Uh, there, but I mean, obviously, the nature of the sport, you can injure pretty much anything. Thank you. Have there been times where you felt discouraged as a fighter? What made you want to keep going? Mm -hmm. I mean, I felt discouraged when I, I've lost. I think it's probably normal, but I've never really felt overly discouraged to the point of thinking I should quit. My worst loss was... The one time I lost by knockout was in 2015, I think, against a guy named Tim Hay. He, he had, uh, I think, five UFC fights he had, but I fought him in a local league called Unified MMA for the heavyweight belt. And I got knocked out in six seconds right at the start of the fight. And that was hard because I also hated the guy on top of that. Um, but I never thought about quitting or or giving up or anything. I knew I, I just made a, a huge mistake and I had to and, and could correct it. So I won a couple fights. I, I yeah, I won a couple fights. Um, 
and then I got a rematch with him, and I beat him in a rematch. But I wasn't close to quitting, so I wasn't having to overcome something. You know what? There was a time I was fighting in ACB, which uh, stands for Absolute Championship Recruitment. It's a league out of Russia, and so it's a really tough league. It's not as well known as UFC, but I like to compare it to like if UFC was the NHL, then ACB would be the, the KHL. It's it's a very uh, still a very tough league. Uh, I was on a two-fight losing streak, and I fought a guy there named Dave Cryer in America. The other two guys I fought, I fought with a uh, Russian, a uh, uh, Chechen, and a, a guy from Estonia. But Dave was American. But I, I knew that I knew that if I lost that one and I lost three in a row, they'd probably uh, release me. And at that point, I. I was like, if I lose this and I get I get cut, then I'm I might as well go get another job because it's kind of my shot in the big league here. If I just lose three in a row straight off the bat, I don't know I don't know what like how many fights am I gonna have to win in smaller local leagues before I get a shot at any big league. Never mind UFC wasn't even a thought in my head. But I, but again, I, I'm lucky. I, I won that fight well and I, I stayed in ACB for quite a while. So I guess there was some close calls, but I never really had to had to face that question too much. I was always able to subvert it a little bit. I'm now gonna call up Gavin to ask a question. Um Hello, my name's Gavin. Oh yeah, okay. Hello, my name's Gavin. Uh when do you plan on retiring? I don't plan on it. Um, right now things are going decent. So I'm 30. Heavyweights tend to have a longer um, career than a lot of other weight classes for some reason. A lot of it's probably because we don't cut weight. So we're not dehydrating ourselves before the fights. It's better for your body, for your brain, and it's just easier to do. If I could fight until I'm 40, then I'll fight until I'm 40. There's some guys in UFC that are 40, heavyweights that are still very viable. But you never know, man. I mean, I could go on and, and lose a few fights and get cut. And There's other leagues out there where I'd make enough money where I could probably make it worth it for a while. But I could also win more than I lose here and stay there until I'm 40. So it's really, really hard to plan. You kind of just gotta take it one step at a time because um, it's every fight is uh, you versus another guy that wants to win just as bad. So you lose a couple or you lose a few in a row and you get released, and then that's that. Or you know you you win enough, you stay there, you earn your keep, and you can be around for quite a long time. So I'm not sure. All right, thank you for answering my question. Uh, can you tell us about an experience where you were unsure, but you chose to participate anyway and gave your best effort? I mean, okay, you're, you're never 100% sure when you go into any fight. If people tell you, like, oh, I knew I was going to win, or then either you're, you're fighting somebody easy in a smaller league or something, or you're lying. I think every fight, you're, you're, there's a little thing in your head that's a little bit unsure, but you got to do it anyway. You still got to believe that you can 
can and will win, but you know, you, you can't believe without a shadow of a doubt that you're going to go in there and everything's going to be glorious because sometimes it's not. So I don't, I don't have a particular experience that I can relate to, unfortunately. In your opinion, what makes someone an expert? Do you, and do you consider yourself an expert? I guess what would make an expert in any field is someone who's been doing it for a long enough time that they have some sort of proficiency in it. I'm sure there's different degrees and levels of experts in every single thing. Yeah, I consider myself an expert uh, in MMA. For sure, I have uh, this next fight will be my 30th pro fight. But there's people that are more of an expert than me. I have coaches and I, I learn from them. So I think you can be an expert and there's still people above you whose knowledge you have to um, try and acquire. So, What do you think failure has to do with, with success? Also, when did you fail and how did it help you? So some of the biggest lessons I've learned, as big of a cliche as that is, are from my losses. And it just depends on how you can react to that and give it an honest look, you know, be honest with yourself and realize what you did wrong and what you can change in the future and how it can help you do better. So when I lost, I previously just told this story, but when I lost to uh, Tim Hay, that was tough. That was a, a bad loss, but I, I learned, I started fighting almost completely different after that. Before I was just, I was new. I don't, that was my seventh fight, so that's not that many. But I was walking forward, just brawling all the time, stupid, and it worked out for me. I was just, had a good chin, and I was tougher than everybody up until that point, and that fight, after that fight, I completely changed the way I was fighting. I started fighting smarter, started putting things together in a different way, and started winning. Uh, recently, a couple of years ago, I lost to Andre Arlovsky, who was uh, the former UFC heavyweight champion. And I fought too passive. I moved around too much. I tried to basically, I was point fighting with him. Uh, neither one of us was looking to close the distance and get reckless, and we, uh, we both thought we were ahead on the scorecards, and then he won the decision. So I, since then, I have been back to fighting not the way I used to at all, because I'm, I'm so much better than I was nine years ago. It's not even, it's not even like I'm the same person. But I've taken a more aggressive, offensive approach to my striking, and uh, it's been paying off the last couple of fights. So you have to uh, learn from your losses and or from your failures and uh, try and try and implement those lessons uh, somehow as strengths. Tell us about someone or tell us about someone who you looked when I was in high school there was a UFC fighter who was briefly the champion whose name was Lyoto Machida and he was a karate guy. So when I saw a guy that was, was hailed as a karate guy and, and fought very karate-ish 
and that's what I was doing when I was young. I thought he was awesome, man. Uh, he was a guy who I watched fight and made me think that maybe I could do that. I'm now going to open the mic to the floor. Sure. Um, hello, it's Breton, and I want to know... Oh. Hello, I'm Breton, and what was the process that you had to go through to become a UFC fighter? Well, in order to get into UFC, you have to have won a lot of professional fights already. So there's a lot of different leagues that are classified as professional. And you, they all go onto your pro record. So my, my pro record right now is 20 wins, 8 losses, and 1 draw. But only 7 of those fights are in UFC. So in order to get into UFC, you've got to win against uh, a bunch of other professional fighters, wherever that may be. For me, it was uh, mostly unified MMA in Edmonton or ACB in Russia. But there's lots of different routes to take and different ways you can get into UFC. But I guess if you boil it all down, you have to train really hard, get good at fighting, and then you got to beat some pretty good fighters to get the UFC's attention. Thank you. Hi, my name is Eli, and my question is, What's the number one skill that you have to have to be a- Um, what's the number one skill that you have to have to be a successful fighter? Yeah, well, there's lots of skills you need. If you only have one skill, you're in trouble. In terms of skills, um, like martial arts, right? If you're a kickboxer, if you don't know how to grapple, a grappler's going to beat you. If you're a grappler, you start standing up, you can't get that guy to the ground. You're going to get knocked out if you don't have any striking. The list like that kind of goes on. I guess the number one skill you have to have, in my opinion, I guess would be to be disciplined. And you got to train hard every day, two or three times a day, because otherwise somebody's working harder than you. They're going to be better than you in everything in better shape than you, better stronger, better cardio, and you're going to lose. So uh, if I had to pick one overall skill, I would call discipline a skill. Thank you. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, uh, hi, I'm Jackson, and is there a move or technique that you are kind of known for? Uh, kind of, yeah. Um, I do a lot of light kicks, so... Um, Pretty good at, at chopping guys down, kick, kicking their legs. So they slow down. Or I've, I've won two fights by light kick. So um, two fights where the guy couldn't stand up anymore. Uh, also, um, an overhand right is a punch that uh, people say I'm good at. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Hi, my name's Esme, and where are all the places that you've traveled for fighting? I have been to Russia several times. I've been to Australia, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Kazakhstan, the UK. Um, 
Yeah, um, the States, Montreal. I think that's it. Yeah, that seems about it. Thank you. Hi, my name is Addison. Am I, if you're willing to share, I was wondering how you lost your tooth. I don't tell that story, sorry. Okay, thank you. Hi, it's Eli again, and my question is, how many fights have you won by knockout? Uh, 13, I think. I'm pretty sure it's 13. Hi, I'm Rainer, and how did you get the nickname The Bulldozer? Do you like it? Yeah, I like it. It pretty much just rhymes, man. Okay. Uh, that's our last question from the floor, so we're going to wrap up now. Is there anything else you wanted to say? Um, no, just thanks for having me. I, I appreciate the interview, man. Uh, thank you for coming, Tanner. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day, and we learned a lot about the UFC. Uh, thank you to my classmates for the questions, and thank you, listeners. Have a great day. Stay tuned for the next episode. We'd love to hear from you. Send your questions, show ideas, or any other feedback to talkingtoexperts at gmail.com.